lift you up, Jesus. We bless you and we praise your holy name. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ forever and ever. Lord, we honor you and we love you. Thank you, Lord, for calling us here, assembling us here together in your presence so that we might hear and we might receive and we might understand your engrafting word and that we would obey your word at all times because it is a blessing for us to be obedient to your spirit and to your word. And we thank you for this gathering opportunity in Jesus' name. Amen and praise God. Amen, amen, and amen again. Praise God. So I'm thankful for everybody that's here today. Amen. Thankful. Hey, Miss Jan, how you doing? <laughs> I know that's right. I think we we talked you up yesterday because I was thinking, I said, Miss Jan missing the Christmas and the fish fry. So we were trying to think of a way to get some fish to you, but it, it gets got dissolved into the party, but whatever. <laughs> but I guess you realize you'd have to come get whatever you got to get. You got to come get it yourself. Huh? <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing. So today we're going to talk about the fact that virtue, what is it over there you have? Settles. Oh, okay, so I said I had virtue settles, but yeah, but heals every issue is cool too, amen. So we're going to talk about the virtue of God and how it comes into our lives to settle and heal every issue that would ever come up in life. And we're going to talk about the woman with the issue of blood from another angle, I guess. And uh, But anyway, it was a healing or a health issue that she had. And so it's important for us to understand that God has a remedy for every issue in our lives. Issues are things that come up that are unsettled. Amen. There are controversies, conflicts, um, uh, loss, lack, uh, anything like that. Actually, the word issue really means something that oozes or flows out of containment. So there are some some things in our life that God wants contained. He wants your health contained. He wants your circulation contained. He wants all of these things contained so that we don't have any interruption in our peace. Because we have a covenant of peace with him. God has promised to keep us in a place where we're not disturbed. He hates disturbances. And and the natural law actually reiterates that because we have a, a law against disturbing the peace. So the peace of all humanity is something that uh, is highly uh, valued, highly favored. Um, I forgot something. Miss Raja. Pastor Shirley wanted you to come in there for a second. Sorry about that. I get caught up in the dance. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> the dance. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, but uh, anyway. Uh, so so God has promised us peace. Amen. And and peace really is goes way beyond uh not having any trouble. You know, sometimes we think of peace as the absence of conflict or the absence of trouble. But peace is not an absence of, it's a presence of. 
You know, it's not that something that might be there is not there or something you expect to be there is not there. It's more to do with the fact that uh, peace brings with itself a certain commodity. So it is in itself um, a a force and a a presence. It's a um, package of of um, things that God has intended for us for our well being and for our living and for everything good that comes. So when you have the peace of God, it's it's more than a feeling. Amen. It's more than just how you feel but it's a spiritual force that carries with it so many other good things amen there are so many other good things that come uh, with peace the hebrew word for peace we know as shalom s-h-a-l-o-m it really uh, uh, indicates a wholeness a soundness in every part of one's life. So when we talk about God's peace, it's 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 many things but the result of it is a settling feeling. You got me? You're settled because you have all of these other things. It's not just a feeling that comes over you that's absent of any substance. It carries with it substance it's like, you know, completeness. What what do you need in your life to be complete? God has given you that. And because you have all those things in place, then you feel the, the contentment. So there's a settling feeling that comes with, it's like, <clears throat> say, for instance, if you're, uh, say, a parent has children that are away at school. when When it's time for everybody to be at home, they look around to make sure everybody's accounted for, and then you know that you have no worries. You see what I'm saying? Well, those things that are accounted for and in order in your life and that are are provided for you, you got to examine and see if all of those things are there and provided, and if so, then you settle into peace. So that peace comes from the fact that there are certain elements of life that are present for you, not promised and not available, but they must be present. Just like, you know, if, if say if, if one of Ms. Nola's grandchildren, she hadn't heard from one of them, she, she usually hears from a number of days, if she hasn't heard from them, uh, you know, nobody says, well, I promise to have them call you. I promise. And you feel good about it? No, let me talk to them. I, I, I need to know. You know, I want to know. And so this, it's the knowing that we have that gives us peace. See what I'm saying? It's a knowing that everything that you need is provided, period, and it's there, and it's available, and it's yours for the taking. You have access to it whenever you need it. You don't have to wait. It's not something that says, see, when we talk about the promises of God, there are some things that are more than promised. They're already given. When Jesus said, have peace about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear, what clothes you're going to wear, amen, 
Now, if if you like Louis Vuitton, then you can have him. But if you but you got to get it from God and and don't go worrying about it. Go go don't go stealing and saving and robbing Peter to pay Paul. See, that's not peace. That's you trying to. Amen. And so when we talk about the things that God, quote unquote, promises, they are already provided like your health is already provided. You're not waiting on something to happen so you can believe God that you're healed or to heal you. There's no such thing as he's going to heal you. You're already healed. If you can believe for salvation, you can believe for healing. I don't know why we've chopped it up into so many different pieces and parts. The same thing with prosperity. If you can believe God will take you to heaven, my goodness, heaven's the greatest thing. This little money down here on earth, you think he's going to begrudge you that and he's already given you the keys to heaven? So some of the things we labor over and labor about and think we've got to keep pounding and teaching and pounding so people can get it inside of them, they're already given. Why beat yourself up? trying to i hope i can believe for oh god says one day i'm gonna have this and one day will you have it now if he's if it's gonna happen one day it's there now for you you know like we sit up and listen to prophecies about something's coming no for me it's, it's either here or it ain't coming you understand what i'm saying i can believe for it now and hasten it's it's reappearing in my life with my faith why should your faith have to wait on somebody else's unbelief to get straightened out just a thought where would we be if noah was waiting for everybody else to get on board about the ark maybe i can take a sip now (laughs) huh There are certain things that God is going to do, and he'll do them on, uh, according to the counsel of his own will. You know, uh, there's no time in God. You know, sometimes we say God does it in his time. He don't know time clock. There's no time where he lives. Amen. There's time down here for us. But if there's no time where he is, and there's time down here for us, which one do you want to live in? I'm going to say it again. If there's no time where God is, but there's time down here where we are, which realm do you want to live in? Well, sure, where there's no time. Where you can have it at any time. Your symptoms can leave immediately or you can you can entertain them and allow them to linger. you know what i'm saying see we have we live too much in our souls our unregenerated souls and not enough in the realm of the spirit where god is and he invites us to live in the spirit he doesn't force you to Amen. 
But sometimes we need to put some pressure on ourselves to step it up and live over there where God lives. And start talking like we live there. Amen. If you want something, it's available for you right now. By faith. So you might as well go just go ahead and grab it and say, God, I thank you. I receive. Amen. I receive my my upgrade in my my living expenses. Amen. I receive my raise, my promotion. I receive my new job. I receive my business to prosper and, and flourish and thrive. Amen. I seek a rebirth of a business opportunity that dropped dead on me. You got me? I just just receive it. And carry it around with you and act like it's real. You know what I'm saying? Just act like it's real. We good at acting. <laughs> so act act on the right thing, you know. Act like it's there. But see, God does that for our peace. See, when you know how to live in the realm of already done and already given, instead of the realm of waiting for it to appear, huh? we don't wait for anything to appear because it's, it's with us already. And it can, can appear at any time. It can be revealed at any time. Why are we putting a time limit on it? In a time space, we we take now promises and put them over in never never land, huh? We do. There's no law that says you can't have certain things that you want right now, huh? You know, people. Well, you know, I'm I'm in college and it takes four years. Who said? Huh? You just don't know who you are yet. Huh? <laughs> I I went to a, a college. I was in nursing school. I've been in, I said I better get out of here and get something in a hurry. Yes, nurse Barb. They never found any evidence. I've been totally exonerated, acquitted, and the death penalty was canceled in my case. But Because I was in somewhat of an accelerated program, you could do three years and two if you went straight through, they did allow you to what they call challenge out of certain classes. And I was was sitting there, and, and at the time I wasn't married to Mr. Williams, and he said, you just can't go up and take a test and people give you a piece of paper. I said, what would you know about it? You dropped out of college. I had a mouth even then, folks. But I let that sink in, and I began to doubt the plan that I had. And I sat there bored, tortured through. Nobody tells you the time that you put on things. You put on it what you put on it. But if you want to accelerate time, you have the freedom to accelerate time. You just got to get, get with God and find out how to do it. Don't let fear of those voices, negative voices, telling you you can't do certain things. Don't let fear of that keep you from doing them. 
Amen. Come here, little yellow-haired, green-haired girl. Come up here. <laughs> Come here, Mr. Howard. <laughs> Praise God. Now, you can do anything you want to do. You know that, but you got to put it in operation. Because God's waiting on you to do it, honey, okay? He's waiting on you to do it for many, many reasons. Some of them you know, you have an understanding and an inkling about, but many of them you don't know. He wants to make you an example, and he wants to make you a witness of many things. And he wants you to listen more to him now than you ever have in your life. Begin to step out and excel because he wants to accelerate good things happening in your life. You're smart enough to do most of the jobs that you've done triple better than most of Why do you hold yourself back with not stepping forward, says God? Because I have already told you that I can accelerate things. I plan to prosper you greatly. I plan to put many different powers, abilities, and anointings in your life that I've ordained for you, says the Lord. And I say, receive them as a word from me, because I'm not a man that I should lie. And ignore the voices that tell you, wait, don't do it, take your time, that's not for you. Ignore those voices, says the Lord, and listen to me, because I plan to give it to you in the full says the Spirit of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. 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 God is good, folks, and he's put goodness inside of us. He's put. He's locked up good things in each and every one of his children. Amen. He really has. Uh, to, in everybody. Don't let the enemy steal that from you. And don't let him push you into a different level, into a, a marginal level of life, contentment, accomplishment. You know, let God help you to excel. Let him propel you into what he has for you. Because he has so much for us. Amen. Amen. So, See, your shalom is affected when you don't receive everything that God has. You're always waiting for something, looking for something, expecting something that, that's not materialized yet. You're there. You're in the things of God so that you can be complete and whole. Your joy can be full. Amen. The, the, when Jesus would, would, talk to his disciples and he would tell them he says these things i tell you so that your joy can be full he doesn't want us walking around through life with missing parts and missing things and feeling we could function better if we just had this or we just had that or we just had more of this or just had more of that we'd be happy we'd be content nothing would be missing nothing would be broken um, he wants our joy to be totally full. You done or not done? <laughs> done? 
<laughs> it's all right. Yeah, I think she's done. Amen. God is good. Amen. He wants us to be so fulfilled and content in this life. It would make us crazy to know all the things that he has prepared for us and he has set up for us. And so we have to start making room for those things in our lives uh, in, in anticipation, expectation. You won't be disappointed. If your hope is in God, you will never be disappointed. There's If, if you're trusting that he put that in your heart, it, it's a desire of yours. It's a burning desire. It's something that just won't go away. See, every day that you get up, there's something that drives you to get up. There's something that motivates you to go and keep going. That's the thing that God wants to, to assure you. That it's there for you so that your joy can be full. He wants us to enjoy life. Amen. And it's not just in a sense of material things. In in the missing material things. There are things that will bring us contentment because it satisfies a longing and an accomplishment on the inside of us. People were, when God created man, he put him in the garden and told him to go work, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. That means to be successful. That means not to go out and be a failure, not to ever anticipate failure, not to ever anticipate that it won't work out and that it's not for you or it's not, you're not worth it, see, that, that, that thought that comes to you when you start to get excited about something and then something comes and puts that fire out. You know how you I, I always would do with the uh, um, canned heat that we use? You know, I find the lids and I put the lids on on top of the flame. Sometimes I miss it, burn my hand or whatever, but it, you know what I'm saying. But that extinguisher that puts out your fire, that's not God. God didn't give us a burning desire to do good, to succeed, to increase, to do well, to be proud of our accomplishments, if I can use that that term, uh, to be satisfied, overjoyed with our accomplishments. He didn't put that in us for something to come into our head and put a damper on it and extinguish it. He put it in there for it to continue to energize us and empower us and strengthen us. And we can draw strength from it and let it continue. Amen. If if you keep letting the devil with his crazy thoughts put your fire out, you'll be a very discouraged and disgruntled person. So it's up to you, though, to keep that flame going, to encourage yourself in the Lord, to learn how to be a self-encourager. Amen. And not let the devil continue to put put that flame out amen and jackie don't be a don't be satisfied with the knowledge that you can step it up and get more satisfied with the knowledge that you're doing and you're being and you are amen allow that to start feeding you see that'll take us a long way in life that i can and don't doubt me and don't dis discourage me and don't try to derail me that's what takes you somewhere 
the knowledge that you can will frustrate you and tire you out if it's never met met with the accomplishment aspect of it see because we're not meant to live that way we're meant to live up to our potential and beyond amen in all areas in every single area god wants our lives to be full he wants us satisfied with the good things of life and we can only be satisfied if we accomplish them amen so don't stop short of the accomplishment that god has for you see don't let issues of life things that continue to ooze out of us that are impure and not good and not beneficial don't let those things become our lifestyle in in our um our call let our call be much higher amen so when we when we have the shalom of god that means that we have completeness and soundness soundness means you're not making it up and you're not fantasizing soundness means there is substance to what's inside of you when you get it from the word and you start mixing your faith don't be afraid to mix your faith with any scripture you see because they're all within your reach and within your grasp every single one just start mixing your faith with it at some point if it's really not for you god will let you know that but you don't drop your faith in it because your faith in it will help somebody else i know sometimes we're not big (laughs) you know sometimes we think we got enough problems i can think about nobody else i'm trying to get myself straight (laughs) but we're we're called the body for a reason huh called the body for the reason you know if if the eye is weeping the hand can blot the tears amen <laughs> if their eye is is if the mouth is full of laughter amen then it can bless the ears of somebody else amen and so we when we live as a body your faith isn't just for your stuff that you want for you you have no clue what you're going to need down the road you have no clue what your god will put you into down the road but your faith in him is needed at all times it's needed for you to give you a sense of purpose and well-being and it's also needed for his body the body for the world many people don't have the sense that they can really influence the world but we do every day if you pray a prayer you influence the world it's you can't absorb all that your prayer would be and you can't absorb it all for yourself amen you don't have a big enough garage you don't have a big enough house you can't build a big enough barn to hold everything that god has you involved in with your faith amen and so we have to look at ourselves as citizens of the world and of the kingdom amen we're citizens of of a place called uh called heaven but also a a place called the kingdom of god and the kingdom of god is present down here on earth in the person of the holy spirit who dwells in us there will be things that god will have you involved in with your faith that that don't really directly involve you but he's looking for somebody down here who believes him amen and you'll be the beneficiary of it 
you'll be the one who gets you you won't be shortchanged if you give a little bit of prayer to somebody it won't rob from you so don't be afraid of it amen don't be afraid of the thought that god wants to better you so that he can use you for something bigger than you amen because that's what he has in mind so problems health problems health problems are really problems of the soul as well as the body amen they affect both if you have something going on negative in your body your mind will pick up a concern about it unless you have made peace with it now how do you make peace with things that come up that concern you well the bible says make your request known to god amen you gotta pray you can't you're not supposed to walk around worried about this and worried about that how am i gonna do this and i'm gonna go you're supposed to pray and release that thing to god and then he gives you a high five or low five or five on the side a backhand five or you jump up and hit the five amen and and so and that's his peace See, when he hits you with his hand, that peace comes into your soul. And what he's saying is, I got this. Uh-huh. He said, thanks for bringing it to me. I got it now. You don't carry it away. You don't keep worrying about it. You don't get upset about it. You don't call 15 friends and complain to them that something's not right in your life. Because you have his high five, low five, five on the side handshake. That lets you know. And what he does is he releases to you virtue and peace and strength. So it's not a, this peace that he gives you is not a feeling that goes away when you start thinking about it again. Where am I? Philippians 4. Be careful about nothing. Which one? Thank you. I knew that. <laughs> now, we're, now where's Philippians in the Bible? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> I'm really. No, I'm not. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. So four, what did we say? Six and seven. He says here, let your moderation in five be known to all men. Rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. Be careful for nothing. So there's a pattern here. There's a rejoicing. What are you rejoicing about? You got an answer. Amen. You have your answer. That's why you rejoice. He says, be careful for nothing, but in everything, everything everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto god now many times we don't follow the pattern how do you come to god prayer supplication with thanksgiving 
that says nothing about, oh, Lottie, 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 Miss Church. Oh, Lord, I just can't, I can't take it no more. Oh, Lord, you don't know what the doctor said. You don't know what they said. You don't know what they said. Oh, Lord, the Rona is out there killing our body. Rona has a 99.5% recovery rate of people who get it. And y'all ain't got it yet. And ain't going to get it. You got me? So with prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, what are you thankful for? Lord, I thank you that I don't have to worry about this. You say it right here. Lord, this is the way to keep me from worrying right here, right here, right here. Amen. I thank you. You promised me peace at the end of this conversation. I will go away with this conversation knowing it's taken care of. You got to believe it's taken care of. If you don't believe it's taken care of, what's the point in doing all of this? But I'm telling you, if you go to God the right way, if you go by way of the blood, you thank God, Father, just please forgive me, Lord, for carrying on like that and getting all worked up and calling 15 friends and complaining all morning. See, complaint is not normal when you have a covenant of peace. Get rid of him, okay? Just fire Mr. Complaint. Divorce him. Amen. Your friends can't help you. They probably won't help you if they could. Number one, their pockets ain't deep enough for some of the trouble we get into. Girl, it's going to be all right. Huh? How do they know that? So whatever, you know, little platitude they can put on, little little uh, uh, wrapping they can put on your problem, tie the bow and dress it up and give it back to you, you can do without that step. And let your request be made known unto God. There are some things that only God needs to hear from you anyway. You can't tell everybody everything. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, you know, and I learned that from from listening to people giving testimonies because God would tell me, he said, I'll have you give your testimony when I give you permission to give it. I remember when we were new Christians, everybody, oh, how'd you get saved? When you get saved, you just, and that, you know what I'm saying? It, I mean, it was common then, but in a way it isn't in position be, if it's not led by the spirit of God. Amen. Now I'm not for I'm for confessing your faults to one another and praying for one another so you can be healed. I totally believe that and I believe it works. But you know some of the diarrhea of the mouth that people get that have issues, unresolved issues pouring out of them masquerading as testimony is not right. See that thing if it's still unresolved 
And then there are some things that are private pain that don't need to be shared publicly. You understand what I'm saying? And and so we've got to learn how to be led by the Spirit of God, learn how to um, flow better with the Lord so that he can take these things to the throne, work on them, heal them, and release power to us and and get them resolved. See, once you give them to God in the realm of prayer, all you're looking for is good news after that. You're looking for the answer. You're looking for it to be resolved. You're looking for it to be uh, uh, a good report. You understand? You're anticipating a good report. And, and then your anxiety and concern goes away in the face of his peace. See, as peace floods in, it sweeps these negative forces. It sweeps fear out. It sweeps out anxiety. In a flood, it comes in your life, and it drowns everything that's not like God so that they don't exist anymore. You know, I found myself over the years trying to get worked up like I used to about certain things. I said, you know, God, that thing really is gone. You know, when you when you think about it, I mean, not, not everybody is like that. Most of y'all got enough sense to just, if you feel good, just keep going with it, you know. But, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I'm different. So what? Don't judge me. But, uh, I mean, I'm just that kind of inquisitive person. I got to know stuff. I got to know, you know, I can't be jumping out here. And <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever. So, so I just believe that that when you test the effectiveness of God's peace and the reality of his peace, you'll find that it's there and it's different. It's immovable. Even by you and your crazy thoughts and your messed up head. You can't move his peace out of your life. Once he's heard that prayer, you agree on his answer and you have, you've applied your faith and you know he's going to take care of it. You can't get upset about it anymore. Huh? I don't care. You, you know, like people will, will uh, wonder if, if they're, they're healed because of symptoms. The absence or the presence of symptoms. Well, that's no judge of whether you're healed or not. I'm going to take two sips. You are healed by a legal decree. You're not healed by the absence or presence of symptoms. Huh? They're finding, they're testing a lot of people for this COVID thing. Oh, you test positive. Well, I feel great. Get out my face. See, that's when you exit and keep moving. You don't want to stick, stick around longer. I feel like there's no symptoms, no disease. If you go to the doctor, you keep complaining. They're going to put you on the naughty list. You know what I'm saying? They're going to put you on the zines, we used to call them in nursing. Thorazine, Stelazine. Do they still get them pills out? Anybody? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they put you on the zines. You keep rushing up there telling them you got something and they can't find no symptoms and see where you wind up. Uh, 
<laughs> they either got a, a criminal. They got that Munchausen by proxy thing now where uh, people invent disease and they'll go force somebody, give them surgery and all that kind of stuff. Or they put it on their children. That's the worst. As, that's a criminal offense. So complaining can make you a criminal in some places of the world, you know, if I may be so bold. That's just how powerful complaint is to destroy things. The devil takes it, runs with it, embellishes it, and makes us live out of it. So God said instead of complaining, don't be anxious about anything. In other words, chill. Now, I know what what bad news you heard. You know, for me, it's it's when my credit card limits go down. Ah! (laughs) How could they do this to me? I talked to them people. I said, do you know how long? Yes, Mrs. Williams, you've been a member since. I said, before your mother was born. And we have a good laugh. You know, I, I, I've i had a situation where I've had to max some things out. You know what I'm saying? And But I'm going to still fight for my good credit anyway. It's just, it's just a protest that I do on principle. You don't take nothing away from me. Do you know who I am? No, and I don't either, but I'm talking anyway. Amen. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you, you, you know, like God told me, he said, listen. Barb, come on, calm down now. I got this. I said, but it's personal. I used, it's a principle of the thing. I must fight the devil. He said, that ain't the devil. That's you doing that. Okay, so cut it out. But I got it anyway. Amen. And so you can settle in on God's peace and have his peace just in the place of rejoicing and thanking him that his remedy, that remedy is there for you. Lord, I know you have a remedy for for this, and I know that you provided it for me, because your covenant says so. You've given me your word on that. You won't get any higher promise of God than his written word. Amen? Even if you got a prophecy, it still must reflect his written word in your life. Amen? And so what what God intends to do and what he purposes to do is to have us live a life of true peace and hope. This isn't fake wholeness. This isn't pretend peace. This isn't some kind of fairy tale uh, answer for your life. This is real. It's real by heaven's standards because it's something you carry around in your spirit that you have contentment, you have wholeness. So the word shalom refers to completeness, soundness, welfare. Soundness means that you're not making it up, that it's real somewhere. Your health is real. If it hasn't totally manifested in your body in the eradication of symptoms, it's real in the spirit realm. So it's there should be a a rock on the inside of you anchoring you to continue to believe that. 
you know, even though uh, the winds are blowing against your brain, how can you be healed? Look at how you feel. Look at the x-rays. Look what the doctor said. Look at that. You keep rocking and reeling, but still you're anchored in, I'm healed anyway. See? God says, I'm healed. I'm healed. I believe the Lord's report. Amen? And believe it for real. Amen? Don't say you believe the report of the Lord and go around nervous and and fearful and wondering. And there's no, I believe the report of the Lord, but. There's no but to this covenant. Amen? It, there's amen at the end of it. I re- believe the report of the Lord. Amen. So be it. It's done. It's not, I believe I'm healed, but I got symptoms. That's nonsense. That's not a consideration. If you're if you're healed in the spirit, that's all you consider. What did Abraham do? The Bible says he considered not his own body. Well, you know, Barb, that's a little hard to do. You ever try it? Huh? You could you consider not your own body all the time. I see some of y'all on Facebook with a selfie every day and people telling you you beautiful. I'm not saying if you are or not. I ain't going to get in that trouble. But you're considering your own body. See what I'm saying? Just like you consider it, you cannot consider it. Skip the selfie. Nobody has to tell you anything. But you can ignore. Amen. We believe what we choose to believe. Choose to believe the word of God. Belief is a choice. It's always a choice. Amen. You go cuss somebody out and still believe you saved. did i go there poppy see they trying not to believe me up in here i wouldn't have to go there if y'all would just keep on the road some of y'all tried to drive off already huh go do all kind of stuff and still believe you belong to god (laughs) it doesn't take great faith to do that you just have to have faith in what you've spoken. What did you confess? You confess Christ. Amen. The Holy Spirit dwells in you. Pray in tongues more and cuss less. Huh? <laughs> Make life easier for you. Amen. So soundness really believes that what you're believing is real. It exists somewhere. See? It may not exist in your physical body right now completely, but it exists somewhere. Amen? So you're, you're, you are healed in the realm of the spirit, and your spirit picks it up. So your spirit bears witness with the word of God at all times. So it's real as far as you're believing in God and his word is concerned. Amen? And for some people, that's all they need. That'll take you a long way. You know, you don't get upset 
because you know if if you've already been to the doctor and you're getting treated for blood pressure or something you don't get upset if it's up one day and down the next now if you're not getting treated you might just go get the treatment you know what i'm saying but keep holding on to the word of god you're you're healed anyway you're not not healed because you're taking treatment amen you're not not healed because they say you need surgery and you decide to take the surgery amen everybody wants to feel better but but don't say you're not what god has already decreed you to be based on something temporary which is how you feel how you feel is totally subject to change amen and if you can believe and hold on to his peace the change in your physical man will take place more quickly the more you can believe and with thanksgiving thank god for it lord i thank you that i'm healed amen i thank you lord that i'm sound in my mind sound in my body sound in my emotions i have self-control i have the best of the things that i need so that i can live a blessed life and a peaceful life shalom also means safety you're not out on a limb when you believe god you might feel like you stepped out there but when you step out there he steps out there with you amen so the limb is not that it's a sturdy limb if you, if you want to call it that you're out there in faith nobody else is believing but you they look at you like you're crazy because you say you're healed and and you know you're not as you know like i, I have to sit right now to get off my leg i stand too much sometimes i got delivered from standing when i left nursing to start preaching as a nurse i stood for eight or ten hours as a preacher i can do two and i'm done two and done so god always gives you an upgrade amen but i'm not going to forfeit things that help me because i'm thinking i'm not in faith because i don't stand to torture myself (laughs) you understand what i'm saying i live by faith definitely amen but i'm also a a creature that likes comfort if you haven't noticed (laughs) amen (laughs) praise god pastor shirley was telling me last night she was so thankful for our gifts our christmas gifts our books journals that we receive she said i'm up in in my bed with my my new book amen you just crawl in and get comfort with it because you see god's promises you see a way to share with god the things that he's doing in your life amen and so it's not bad to be somebody who likes comfort amen but don't negate the fact don't don't call god's word not true because you don't have the comfort that you seek amen god's word is true amen and and comfort is is all in how you look at it let his peace be your comfort let his assurance be your comfort amen let that be your your spiritual manifestation until the natural comes and it will hold you until the natural one shows up amen so an issue is something that oozes and flows out of containment we said that sometimes anger can be an issue it just oozes out of us sometimes it jumps out of us and it's not contained the bible says be angry but contain it sin not amen and so uh, but we don't take that as just be angry you ain't supposed to stay angry all the time 
because the bible says don't let the sun go down on it you got 24 hours to upset yourself and act crazy amen that's all god gives you amen the big 24 and after that you know like i tell married couples i said you know if you if you have words with each other don't have them at the dinner table and don't have them in the bedroom amen so that's going to limit it get yourself a box and put a gym in the house if y'all go <laughs> you know have some places where it's legal to iron out your differences and i don't mean fuss and scream at each other get your bible out read it first don't go throw it at her and you throw it at him but read it first but when you when you iron out differences you gotta have forgiveness in your heart first toward that person don't go to them full of offense want to, to spew it all over them amen but have some places where disagreement is off limits you got me and and for married couples if i may just be so bold those are places where your covenant is established and enforced and that is at the dinner table at the breaking of bread together that's supposed to be a peaceful place amen and in the bedroom where you're to minister emotional comfort and not distress to one another can i go over to the why is it too late to go to the why thank you sheree for waking up <laughs> no that's what you <laughs> you know i was gonna mess with you but i appreciate it but but you understand what i'm saying i mean if you're not married and never been married you got sense Oh, it might be another carrot on the line. If you straighten up. <laughs> and men, it might be another batch of fried chicken. If you am I right, Poppy? Another, you know, another biscuit enough if you straighten up. I said biscuit, not bun. Yeah, he was nervous for a minute, but he got he got his a biscuit. Oh yeah, biscuit, not bud. Okay. But you know what I'm saying. Don't let issues, don't let yourself just spew out. You know. And you don't have to contain everything and explode. You can release that to God. Go to God. God, please forgive me. I stay mad too much over the same thing. Huh? Now I want this issue resolved. And so I'm giving it to you and I'm asking you to forgive me for holding on to it. Amen? Some of them we hold on to like, uh, you know, the bottles of water we have. We just nurse them all the time, you know. Let me get my bottle of water. You know, and it's some kind of issue you got. Just cut it out. You know, let it go. Amen? Learn how to be like Jesus, forgiving. So, so, and it can be a sign of of corruption or infection, issues, things that trigger us and spew out of us real quickly. It's a sign of inner corruption, infection, dis ease, 
You're not at ease about it. And God has a covenant of peace to put you at ease. When anger issues forth from us, it is because of an overabundance of it inside. Now, you need to know that love is the same way. When love issues out of us, it's because we have an overabundance of love on the inside. You, you got a choice. Cultivate being a loving, giving, caring person. I don't care if they don't treat you right. Cupcake. Huh? They don't do me right. Huh? See, we all have an imaginary group of adversaries that we carry around with us all the time. And it's just your little pacifier so you can feel sorry for yourself. Huh? <laughs> you know, mothers always let their children have a pacifier and a binky longer than the father does. Ow! Huh? <laughs> Dad is in a hurry for baby to grow up. Amen. And mom, well, moms do have a little more, you know, uh, um, practical. They just want the kid to shut up. Uh, But you'll keep them weak and dependent. Uh, We need to learn how to dry our own tears sometimes. Amen. Just quit the victim stuff and dry your own tears. Amen. Just. You don't need to tell everybody. You don't need to confide in anybody. Huh? You just want to bleed on somebody. Because you, you got issues. You know. And you know sometimes issues aren't with the people that you think you have them with. You've been having that for a long time. You know it's like it's like Jesus told Martha. She came strutting in there you know put this imaginary sweat on her brow like she'd been in the kitchen cooking all day long huh and martha was probably a little operator she knew how to get everybody enlisted and helping her in the kitchen so she didn't have to do much like you know tom sawyer painting aunt polly's fence everybody painted the fence but him huh had everybody involved and that's the martha thing and she likes to complain she's the only one doing something huh and what did jesus told her he said your issue ain't you the only one working you got a lot of problems lady huh so your problem started long before you got in your kitchen and found out you was the only one there I'm going to close this book in a minute. I'm going to just let y'all go home. No, I won't. Ah! You was hoping I would, didn't you? I ain't going nowhere. Going nowhere. Not a where. But you got to own your stuff. Who is that? I can never pronounce that Van Zant lady. Fix my life. Yeah. She said, you got to own your mess. 
and people sit there and go okay okay i own my mess what's well, the best thing anybody could have told them and see for christians you only own it for a hot minute you own it long enough to acknowledge it and then turn it over to god cast your cares on him we should be ashamed of ourselves the way we live sometimes and we have all this at our disposal to help us and to be burden free you won't get burden free blaming it and putting it the responsibility on somebody else but just like you might have a lot of anger issues you you have a lot of love inside of you so push anger out of the way and let the love come forth so choice amen so we when and the more love you give out the more you have to give you know you'd it'll dry up on you if you don't give it out amen issues are intended to continue that's why we have to release them to the lord this lady had an issue of blood and it was intended to continue until she dropped dead amen it was killing her issues become a matter of discussion and complaint it and it can become a point of of foundation in our lives you know people i was molested when i was little welcome to the club you know i get molested with people's bad conversation i feel like that's an intrusion on my person you understand what i'm saying you have to learn how to release things you're not some special person because you've been victimized you victimized other people yourself i don't abuse nobody quit oozing in people's ears in medical terms a a, uh, issue can be a discharge of any bodily fluid typically blood serum pus issue means to spring forth from a source so the issues that we have that are negative spring forth from the source of iniquity jesus was wounded for that he was wounded to cut off iniquity from oozing out of us in our lives amen you don't need to ooze anything but love amen you can be a loving person toward everybody love knows no partiality amen amen proverbs 422 tells us that the issues of life come from our hearts amen you can cultivate a heart of iniquity or you can cultivate a heart of love life issues from a heart of love even if your heart has been damaged by iniquity say unfortunate things have happened even illegal things abusive things have happened to you in your life you don't embellish the negative 
you can go to God and release these to him, receive his peace, and then let love start issuing from your heart. Amen? It's it's a good thing. Amen? And don't ever doubt that love is the right way to go. Amen? You know, devil get in there and you, he starts seeing you loving people, forgiving people, and on the right road. And he'll start telling you stuff. Now, wait a minute. You ain't no doormat. Them people run over you. You, you, you know, let them know you got a stopping point. And then you go acting crazy. Amen. Mess it all up, acting crazy, listening to the devil. <laughs> so a circumcised heart, which is what we have when we're born again, will produce the Zoe or eternal life of God. It's important that we allow our hearts amen, or our spirit, the freedom to feed on the word of God and to produce life, produce love, produce healing. You know, there is a balm that flows out of the people of God. It's a fountain that flows. It's a healing stream that flows from heaven. Out of your innermost being, rivers of living water flow. So we're to be rivers of living water and allow the love of God to be shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit and never let it be stopped. See, the more you give out, the more you have to give. You don't give out and then people take advantage of you and you cut it off. Amen. You keep loving. You keep giving. Amen. Peter said, how oftentimes do I forgive my brother seven times because he thought that was enough seven times is not enough you don't decide what's enough amen it's never enough we don't say we got enough of good things from god we don't ever stop god from giving us good things then we don't stop ourselves from doing good when it's within your power to do it amen i i had a couple of situations i was thinking about recently uh, there, the scripture, one of the scriptures I live by is, is the one that says, don't withhold good from someone when, when it's within your power to do good. With, if it's within your power to do good. And search, you don't search your mind for that answer. You search your heart and search God. God, tell me, I can do this. Just tell me I'm to do it. And, and usually God will put it back in my lap and say, <laughs> Come on, Barb. Get with it, girl. Asking me. It's plain. It's within your power to do it. So within my power meant going into another credit card that's not maxed out. Am I right, Poppy? I maxed you out, didn't I? I gave him the wrong one. I said, oh, that's no good. Put that down. Like you do playing cards. You know, I got a whole deck of them out here. This is wrong, wrong, wrong. I get it paid off tomorrow. Wrong, wrong, wrong. You know, that kind of stuff. It's very humbling for me. I never used to have to live this way. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my. I maxed out? Pray tell how. Whatever. So there I had to find a credit card I wasn't maxed out on to do that, to do something. Because it's within my power to do it. Now, I could easily say, oh, but it would have cost somebody something that's very precious to them. Y'all feel me? And I'm not saying that to say, 
Oh, look at Barb. Look at what she does. I'm saying that to say issues run deep. And and if I'm to live whole before God, if I got any issues that would see somebody have pain, when I have the power to spare them of the pain, see, you don't do that stuff. You don't do it. You do what is within your power to do good. Amen? You just have to do it. So a circumcised heart produces the Zoe life of God. It's important that we allow our hearts the freedom, give the word to feed on. The born-again spirit feeds on the word of God and eternal life will issue forth. Things that will change people's lives, change their perspective. See, when when people pray, God's got to find somebody to answer that prayer. He's got to find somebody to be the resolution of that issue. And he looks at his children. So that's why it's wrong for us to withhold good when it's within our power to do it. You know, sometimes you'll you'll feel to to say something encouraging to somebody and you don't say it it's the same thing see that's a good you could do because you don't know that encouraging word might keep might give them a good night's sleep tonight when they haven't slept for many nights i mean when what does it cost us You know, God takes care of me. He pays my bills. I have total confidence that everything I owe, even though it's maxed out, and I'm not going to go there again, (laughs) it's not an issue. Everything's going to be paid for. You understand what I'm saying? Now, I'm not one of these people who gets on these bandwagons of debt-free. Don't go to any debt. All the credit cards of the devil. Listen, give me yours. You don't want to give it to me. I'll get the devil off of that credit. Come off of that in Jesus' name. I'll show you deliverance. Am I right, Poppy? I have redemption in my words. It's kingdom property now. You know, people get all messed up when I say stuff like that. It's like, well, how could she say that? Don't you know, uh, who is a debt-free guy? Damn, Dave Ramsey says, I don't care. God told me I can do this. That man ain't God. Huh? I was going to say something else, but, you know, I mean, he's helping people with what we call common sense. Do you have to buy 15 books and 70 tapes to get common sense? It's a thought. It's a thought. But I'm thankful he's helping people because obviously people do need help. (laughs) That's why I'm helping people. Amen. Amen. So so let's go to the woman with the issue in Mark chapter 5. How much time do I have? <gasps> That's the, the perfect number. That's all I need. 
whatever i don't know i didn't know what to say there for a minute mark what did i say mark chapter five we'll try that one yeah yeah thank you it says here um verse 21 when jesus was passed over again by the ship to the other side much people gathered to him when he would cross over to other side people were generally waiting on him so he was like round the clock ministry some of us can't take you know twice a week at church (laughs) i don't know what i don't know what to say whatever it is you know right but anyway and behold there came to him one of the rulers of the synagogue jairus by name when he saw him he fell at his feet now this is a big deal this man's one of the religious leaders and and he's bowing to jesus and besought him greatly saying my little daughter is at the point of death please come and lay hands on her so that she may be healed she'll live so that's a faith statement i know she'll live if you do this jesus went with him and much people you know people are spectators they're not all spiritual in a crowd a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years suffered many things of many physicians she's a doctor hopper and had spent all that she had was nothing better rather grew worse when she heard of jesus came in the press behind him touched his garment for she said if i am but touch his clothes i'll be whole then right away the fountain of her blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed amen now we by faith will feel it in our spirits when you receive the word of healing when you pray and believe you receive it you receive the word of healing you feel it in your spirit what do you feel you feel peace and even though you may have days where you doubt it you don't feel good you wake up one morning you say i'm healed you you understand when you go right back to it again why because you have the substance of faith as a manifestation of the spiritual side of your healing you're healed by the spirit first not the natural so quit looking for the natural before the spiritual takes place you got me now they can all happen at the same time but many times we're searching in the natural realm for something we haven't really accepted in the spirit yet you got me so just keep believing god amen keep keep allowing him to keep you in the spirit with it the more you feed your spirit the word the stronger it will be on the inside of you and then at some point it will come to pass amen it will come to pass it's not going to tarry forever amen it'll come to pass so you got to believe god i believe this is going to come to pass i'm going to keep thanking you for it keep worshiping you keep serving you and it will come to pass amen at the end of the day before you lie down don't lie down with your head in doubt just say "Uh uh-uh devil i'm not doubting god i i believe i received it when i prayed and it will come to pass i can have what i say amen just keep saying it and 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 god will honor your faith he'll honor your words all of that he will honor and so this little woman knew on the inside of her that she was and she knew in her body she felt it in the see she had received it in her spirit before 
what we got over there. Okay, cool. So she felt in her body now that she had it. Before she got there, she had it in her spirit. What'd she say? If I can do this, I'll get it. When she did it, she got it. Amen. So that's what we have to have on the inside of us. And right away, the fountain of her blood was dried up. She felt in her body she was healed. Jesus, immediately knowing, said, who touched me? Because he felt virtue go out of him. Amen. So virtue took care of her issue. Virtue takes care of every issue. The strength of God, the word of God, the power of God, the anointing of God, it's his virtue. And it's bigger than what's causing your problem. Let the virtue of God come into you and do its work. Start releasing people that you have issues with. Quit saying you got issues. I remember that was a little popular phrase with people. Well, I got issues. Well, don't come over here because I'm trying to get rid of mine. I'm working on my own soul salvation, as they say. Amen? You you, you don't spread issues around because people like that are waiting for to bend somebody's ear and spew on them. Well, why would you infect their world with your nonsense? Amen. It's like my mother used to say when we were children, and 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 she would say, "Well, so and so hit me, or so and so," and she just look at it and say, "Hmm." And then I remember her saying to a friend one time, she said, "Girl, I ain't getting in these kids' mess because I go and cuss their mama out, and they be out playing again." You see what I'm saying? So. <laughs> So you'd invested all your time getting it worked up in somebody's issue and they didn't resolve it their own way. Amen. So so we have to be careful as believers to bring these issues before the throne of God. Leave them there. Be anxious for nothing. Let your requests be made known unto God. Receive his peace, which is his assurance that he's worked it out already. And if you stay in faith, you get the benefit of it. In fact, his peace really is the greatest benefit you can have. You get his peace and you'll forget you were waiting on an answer. Huh? You'll just chalk it up to something else he get. You're thankful for it. But it didn't change your the state of your contentment when it came. You got it? Your state of contentment is intact even when the answer shows up. Or when the promise shows up, you just take it as God has fulfilled what he promised he was going to do for me. Once again, he's come through. Once again, he's fulfilled it. Once again, he's done what he promised to do. And I thank you for that, God. Amen? Amen. Why don't we quit? Father, thank you for your word and thank you for understanding. Thank you, Lord, for the great things that you're doing for us. Thank you, Lord. That we are healed by the stripes of your son, Jesus. Jesus, you're the Alpha and the Omega. You're the beginning and end of all things. And we thank you and we bless you and we honor you. Thank you, Lord, that we are healed. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. From the top of our heads to the soles of our feet, we are intact, whole. We have your shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken. 
Thank you, Lord, for the people that serve you and that minister uh, to your saints, to one another. Father, I pray right now for Mr. Gary, our friend, our friend in the ministry. We thank you, Lord, that he is healed. Visit him today by your precious Holy Spirit right where he is. We thank you, Lord. We speak life to him in the name. We speak life to every cell in his body. We speak life to him. Perfect health, perfect soundness and wholeness. Thank you, Lord, for your shalom over his life. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. It's a great healing. It's a great benefit to him. Give peace to his family and his loved ones, Father, that he is healed. Thank you, Lord, to raise him up to continue to serve him the way he has has served you in the past. He won't miss anything, Father. Satan, we command you to drop his peace, drop his health, drop his prosperity, drop his contentment in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, to fulfill all your promises to him. Yes, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for that. All right, we'll do our confession. I don't have Rona. And she don't have me. I can't get Rona. And she can't get me. And I thank you, Lord. By your stripes, we are healed. Amen, amen, amen. And again, it's so decreed.